0: to that that our God answers prayer, so let's pray. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for this day and rejoice in your goodness to us. See most clearly in the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ, his death and resurrection. Help us to truly understand the cost of his sacrifice and all that it means in the world today. As we think of your world, your creation, we praise you for the work of Tearfund, celebrating 50 years this year of amazing change that has been brought about through prayer, action and giving. We pray for refugees such as the Rohingya, and thank you that Tearfund and its many agencies are alleviating their suffering. Give wisdom in all their dealings with those who are in need as a result of poverty, injustice, conflict or persecution we pray for the middle east where there is much hatred and atrocity in the name of religion and corruption and oppression thank you that christians continue to worship you despite the fear of being reported to the to the authorities protect them father do miracles on their behalf so that their witness may continue and bear fruit We thank you for the good news that MFA has been able to open its doors again now that the cholera outbreak has receded. And we pray that you will lead and guide and bless Jason and Claire as they facilitate the handover to Harry and Sarah later this year. Please continue to provide for them financially and spiritually as they seek to introduce the students to you. We pray for the leaders of the nations that they will model your values and your kingdom principles. Give each one a heart of flesh instead of a heart of stone. We pray for the leaders of our country, asking again for wisdom in all their decision-making and a willingness to do right by those who find themselves struggling with problems of debt or disability, poor mental health and homelessness. Cause more of our leaders to abide by your word that cause us to act justly Love mercy and walk humbly with our God. We pray for your church in all its forms and ask that leaders will be inspired by the Holy Spirit to convey the gospel in ways which communicate and encourage discipleship. Thank you for the many who are 100% for you and your gospel through such organisations as the 24-7 Prayer Movement. May their lives and witness draw many more into your kingdom. And we pray for young people everywhere, for their safety, for their education, for strong family ties. May seeds of faith be sown early into each child and nurtured to maturity. Thank you for all that is being planned for the children in NBC with the Easter Holiday Club. Give wisdom to Becky and her team in their preparation. And may each one experience the power of the Holy Spirit during the week of the club, both workers and children. And we pray too for the youth of the church as they enjoy and partake in spring harvest, speak into their hearts, Father, and convict them of their need to become your disciple. And we pray again for the right person to take up the post of youth and children's worker. May that choice be an obvious one that reflects your will and a desire to maintain unity in the bond of peace. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that you hear and answer our prayers. Make us willing to speak with you and help us to tune into your voice so that as a body of believers here in Milford, we may know the way to go. Amen. Morning. The reading uh, this morning is from Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 to 16, and this is from the NIV. Be very careful, then, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. But then I found in the message, possibly a little bit more succinctly for us, so watch your step. Use your head. Make the most of every chance you get. These are desperate times.
1: Let's just bow our heads in prayer. Dear loving Father, we just thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness. And we thank you, Lord, that we can come to you this morning... And ask you, Lord, to move amongst us by your Holy Spirit, to teach us something new, to remind us something old, to help us to live it out. Through Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, good morning, everybody. And um, I'd like to uh, just share a few things with you uh, this morning. Um, I'm going to do something slightly different. So I'm going to try um, and stick to 15 minutes. So, Dave, when it comes to 15 minutes... There's my watch. Okay, just go like that to me, all right? Fifteen minutes, all right? Um, and then what I'd like us to do is to um, have, a, have a time. Uh, we're going to have a short time of meditation. Not for 15 minutes, but just for a little time, and I'll explain more about that later. So this is the second part of a series, which I've entitled uh, Simplify. And I think it's really easy to simplify things, but it's complicated to try and work it out in practice, I find. And sometimes I find I need to make little tweaks here and there. And some of the things I'm about to say this morning, uh, to many of you this morning, will be really quite obvious. And you'll just say, but, you know, maybe you've heard this before, but I'd like to encourage you, like me, I've been learning to do it. Now, what I mean by that is, when I think about this question, what I'm about to ask you, can you put it on your calendar? And you're going to ask me, well, what is the it? What is it that I want you to put on your calendar? I know that we are all over, overworked and we are all very, very busy, whether we're retired or we're at work. But I would like to think of ourselves as being organised. And I'd like to ask you the specific question. And when I'm asking you this question, I'm asking myself the question too. Ian, are you connected with God Have you put it on your calendar? Have you put it on your calendar? And that's really the message for this morning. I want you to go away today thinking to yourself, am I able to say with confidence, I'm connected with God and I've put it on my calendar? So um, I was sharing some things with Dower House the other day, um, and I said that sometimes, as leaders, as ministers, there's a sense of vulnerability. When we share things, we open up ourselves to uh, being very honest with people. And I've uh, found myself, in my quiet times, asking the simple question, Lord, where do I get my strength from? And I was reminded of Psalm 121, which says verses 1 and 2. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And I've been thinking about this just recently, just literally this week in the arts field. Um, maybe some of you are aware that there's now an exhibition of art. Uh, Charles I, I understand, had a, in the 1600s, had a collection of art. Apparently it was sold, it was distributed, and it's ended up in different parts of the world but someone somewhere must have put it on the calendar do you know what let's get all king charles's artwork together and apparently there's some biblical work there as well and it's all in london so if you want to go up to london and see uh, king charles the first artwork his collection never been seen before particularly by us in this generation in the 1600s and afterwards, it was sent around the world. But someone must have put it on the calendar. Just this week, okay, Elton John and David Furnish, I don't know, a few weeks ago, a few months ago, must have sat down and said, do you know what, Elton? You've been away from the family for some time. I think I need some more family time. So do you know what? This week, he has, has announced he's no longer going on tour. He must have put it on the calendar. So the art world, you've got music, politics. Oh, don't even go there Ian. Okay, but I'll just mention this one thing to you briefly. Someone must have put it on the calendar in Davos to get Theresa May and Donald Trump together. Someone must have arranged it. Someone must have put it on the calendar. So here's a question for you. Have you put your quiet time or what you do with God? Now I've brought my trusty bucket. A few people said to me this morning, have you kicked the bucket yet, Ian? I said, No, thank you very much, Brian. But um I'd like to think and just share this with you, just one simple picture. And it's just quite simply this. If you think of a well, and if you think of the function of a well, you have to put the bucket down to the source, to the water, and hopefully that if it's working, which normally wells, when you've got the right one, does work, you're able to draw up water. And I'd like to think of ourselves being wells. I know there's a bunch of people in front of me, I can see you all smiling at me or listening to me. But I'd like you to think of yourself as a well. When is the time that you spend with God? Now, many years ago in uh, churches, you used to hear people say, well, we have quiet times. We get up early in the morning, and we open up our Bible, and what we do is we read it through, so have a time of quiet. Now, I'm not asking everybody here to have a quiet time in the morning, because it might not suit you. All right? But I'm asking you to put it on the calendar. When is the time that you can meet with God and be still? And so some churches, uh, there's a gentleman by the name of uh, Bill Hybels uh, in Willow Creek, who um, calls quiet time, another word, he calls it chair time. And what he does is that he and his church, he gets people, and he sends them a little email now. He didn't in the olden days, obviously it was in the, in, in the news sheet. But every uh, day he would email people and there would be a, a verse of scripture and there would be a time of reflection on that. And he would say chair time, where people open up their Bibles. But today I've been reflecting on the sorts of things that happen to us. Maybe we have signed up to you know, different churches, have different websites, and you're able to download, you're able to stream different things which are coming our way. And the question I've got for you and for me is how do we spend our quiet time? Is it reading God's word? And I think that the more time we spend, forgive me for putting it this way, not in our well, but on our own with God, then I think the stronger you will be and the stronger I will be too. And as I thought about this and sharing some personal stories in a moment, I looked at Matthew chapter 6 and verse uh, 6, and it says, Jesus' words, But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father, who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And those words, reward you, came to my mind. I thought, oh, so is there a reward? Is there a reward for us? for going into that quiet room and spending time with God. And then I turned to Jeremiah in the Old Testament, uh, chapter 17, verses 5 to 10. And it talked about wastelands. It talked about being the areas of being parched lands. But it says, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him, and they will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots in the stream. It does not fear when heat comes, and its leaves are always green. It has no worries, okay, in a year of drought, but never fails to bear fruit. And then it goes on to say, I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward each person according to the conduct, according to what their deeds deserve. And I said, Lord, well, what is the reward? What is the reward of going into a room, of reading the Bible, And it came to me. Some of you may know the verse I'm going to go to straight away now, but it came to me. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. And I don't know about you, but my life, when I look back, I can look back and I can say that I haven't got a straight A to B line. And I just want to share a thought with you. That in actual fact, God will make our path straight as we step out in faith and we walk with him. I understand faith to understand that sometimes we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't think we need to worry about tomorrow. Yes, we do need to remember maybe that we take our car keys and what everything organized and prepared for the stuff we want to do tomorrow. Remember, we have to go back to work tomorrow. But I do think that there are times in our lives where we just need to trust God in the here and now, and to think to ourselves that when we have our quiet times, when we have the time in the chair, and we put it down, are there times where we can actually go deeper with God? And I think sometimes I want to encourage you, and me as well, to continue to trust God, to ask God questions, because he will answer us. Now... Just making a link between... How am I doing, Dave? Half-time. Half-time? Half-time. Half-time, okay. Keep going then, right? Okay, thank you. So um, I was looking at the Westminster uh, Confession the other day. I do not look at this as a document. Please trust me. I do not, all right? However, um, in the 1600s, the Westminster Catechism was actually put together... Uh, by uh, the Church of England and also some theologians from Scotland. And they were bringing the Church of Scotland into line, apparently. And I've always taught my GCSE students that there is a line in there which I really, really love, because it asked the question, what is the point of life? Just what is the point of everything? And in actual fact, the Westminster Catechism comes up with, with a lovely line, and it says, the chief end of man is to glorify... God and enjoy him forever. I'll repeat that again. The chief end of man is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. And in that short catechism, which is in the word for doctrine, um, it puts together Psalm verse 86 and verses 10 to 12. And I'll just read them out to you. It says, teach me your way, Lord, that I may rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. I will praise you, Lord, my God, with all my heart, and I will glorify your name forever. I believe there's no safer place there where we can be, and that is individually with God, asking him to teach us from his word. And we need to continue to trust his word today to help us in our lives. There's a a, a, a hymn which maybe some of you may know. It was by Annie Hawkes, and it says... I need thee every hour. Oh, bless me now, my Saviour, I come to thee. And there is that sense where we need to continue to trust God every day of our lives. Just this last week, I was with a friend of mine, and um, some of you know I have a, quite a funny sense of humour, but uh, as we were drinking coffee, um, he, he, he was drinking out of a mug, and I could see that on this mug, it actually said... Um, I think there's this, is it be calm, is that the system? Be calm, yeah, be calm. Okay, so, or I think it's stay calm. Is that how it works? Is it be calm? Anyway, whatever it was, it said. Anyway, it's be calm. And he kept on putting this mug up to me, obviously drinking coffee. And of course, I got the point after the third time, said like that, and it said, be calm, read your Bible. So, as a reminder, keep calm, just keep calm. So stay calm, David, all right? So, but I thought, yeah, there's another little reminder. And I think one of the things that I'm discovering and learning is that we as individuals, and as a church, we need to continue to walk with God. And we need to trust his word. It says in verse uh, 10 or 12 of Psalm 51, it says, Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. And I think when we're in that quiet place and we're able to be still and to know that he is God, and also to worship him, but we can actually draw strength from the Lord. And finally, I just would like us to think about how can we um, put things into action? I was thinking about this the other day. Um, Some people actually go on a retreat. Okay, You could go on a retreat. Um, I haven't been on a retreat uh, over these last two weeks, uh, but one thing I did do Uh, was that I was um, making a a visit the other day to someone's house. I won't disclose where it is, but I just happened to knock on the door, and the person didn't come to the door for about a minute or so. And so I knocked on the door again. And as I stood there, I just had a moment of stillness, just waiting on the door and hearing the birds sing. And I just was reminded again that just sometimes in the busyness of life... We can just appreciate the small things. So to have a retreat, you don't need to go away necessarily. Maybe, practically, you can maybe think about going for a walk. Or maybe uh, you could actually just think about having a prayer time, you know, on a specific time, maybe just looking at a specific verse or a word that comes to mind. I think sometimes uh, with Bible study and with being still, it takes a while sometimes for us to sort of get decluttered in our minds because we think about, oh, after our quiet time, we've got to do this, this, and this, and things crowd in on ourselves. So I just want to encourage you to put the quiet time on your calendar. I've done it at home in my little blue book. I put little dots um, each time where I'm going to have a quiet time. And it's trying to make that time that works for you. I'm not saying you've got to get up at six o'clock in the morning and have a quiet time in the morning, I think it's down to you to make that rational and reasonable choice. But I want to just end uh, this morning with uh, the verses from uh, Psalm 119, where it goes from 98 to 105. And I just want to share this with you. It says, "Um, I have not departed from your laws. This is David. For you yourself have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than the honey to my mouth. I gain understanding from your precepts. Therefore, I hate every wrong path. Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. And I think if we as individuals in the church on our own are able to have our quiet times, that will give us confidence and to continue to have our quiet times, that will give us confidence to share our faith one with another and to share what it is that we are learning because I think that's important. Sometimes we do feel vulnerable and we sometimes think some of us are on different journeys but it encourages one another to share what it is that the Lord is teaching us and what we're understanding new from him and also to ask uh, others in the fellowship for help. Maybe you don't understand something and it's always good to ask a question. So on that yeah. 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 That's right. well, okay. um, what I'm going to do now is I want to um, share with you um, a new video, which I hope will come up in a moment. Um, it's called Do It Again. Um, it's, a, it's a new song it's by um, uh, some people in America. Um, if you feel like joining in, uh, then uh, please do so. All right. So can we put the lights out, John, at the front, do you think, so we can just see the video as well? Please. Sorry, the words did come up actually. apparently Ian was saying yesterday, so
2: <laughs>
1: Bless the kitchen, that's what I say. Um, can someone maybe get some Bibles out for me and, and just give them out for me? Could someone just help me out and just give the Bibles out for me, please? Okay, what we're going to do next is I thought we would um, uh, spend some time. Have you got the next slide? Ian, the, the words. Tasting. Do you want my stick with the words on it? With the... With the... Door, door. Why don't you get it I'll just show you what I want to do. Sorry. Right. The tech. Right. What I wanted to do, um, I've got, I sent in um, a link uh, for some Taze music, and I just thought um, what we would do for, just for a few minutes, we'll just spend some time meditating on God's word. So if you've got a Bible in front of you, um, um, I will probably, this is, this is me, I shouldn't tell you this, but if you weren't here... Uh, and I was given this opportunity, I would probably go to Psalm 1, but that's just me. I'm not asking you to go to Psalm 1, but I'm just asking you to open up the Bible and maybe look at a verse, or maybe look at the verse uh, Ephesians 5 uh, and those verses that Val read out, or there might be another verse in the Bible that you want to spend some time just looking at. So I don't want to direct you to a particular place. Does that make sense? Because this has to be your space and your time. So um, the idea of us being a well is we're going to a place right where we're looking at God's word and we're just asking the Lord to to help us understand something, just to spend time and to be still. So a play now. Um, in a moment, yeah. <laughs> what I'd like to do is to put the words out Right. Um, So there may be some words that will come up and there may be some music. Is that all right, Ian? (coughs) Yes, there, yeah. Is that okay? All right. Um, There's a community up in um, Northumbria. Um, There are different uh, Christian communities. There's Liabe, there's Iona. Uh, this holy island um, and I came across um, these words and I just thought I would put them up onto the screen if you wanted to look I'll read them out in a moment to you um, but you might just find being still and reading those words might be helpful but I just thought we'd actually have a time of quiet in the presence of God I know we're all together but imagine that you're on your own which you will be with God um, but I just thought it would be just nice to spend some time uh, being still before the Lord in the service and asking Him to speak to us. You so, can't have that at the same time. All right. Okay, if I just read it out and then we'll play the Tose.
2: All
1: right. Okay, I'll just read this out. I will not die an unveiled life. I will not live in fear of falling or catching fire. I choose to inhabit my days, to allow my living to open me to make me less afraid more accessible to loosen my heart until it becomes a wing a torch a promise I'll just pray before we end just sets the music playing dear Lord God we just thank you for the time that we have this morning just to spend a few minutes waiting upon you Lord I just ask Father that you would take us and use us help us just to to be still and to know, Lord, that you're a God who wants to communicate with us. Lord, as we allow your Holy Spirit just to move upon us in this quiet place, help us to worship you and in the stillness just reflect and to learn something of you. Amen. Lord God we just thank you for the stillness we thank you for the varieties of worship both the new and the old and the things that we know that we're familiar with but Lord just help us in these days to be able to put on the calendar that we want to spend more time with you Lord we thank you that you delight in hearing from us and we thank you Lord that we can come to you Lord in the busyness of world that we live in, Lord take our cares and our worries, take the things that worry us really deep down Lord, help us to trust you for today and to keep us safe in the knowledge Lord that you want to restore us, that you want to heal us, that you want to bring us closer to you through Jesus Christ our Lord, Amen, Amen. In just a moment we're going to uh, be coming to uh, the Lord's table and we're going to be singing um, uh, an ancient hymn which uh, some of you will know. Uh, And just before we uh, do that, um, can I just, uh, did we take up the offering earlier on? There there were some tins around. Have we done that? So maybe during the, um, the singing of this hymn, we could uh, maybe take up the offering. Um, I was given this at the beginning of the week, and thinking about how, how it just ties in uh, with the what we're doing, which is uh, looking at simplifying things. Now, um, this is not this booklet here is not linked. It's called um, "Keep It Simple," and it's um, it comes from the uh, from the Methodist <coughs> Church, and it's an, and it's um, uh, it, it's an all we can and. An initiative by the Methodist Church. But I've had a look through it, and it's called Making a Difference is Simple. And uh, the first words uh, are from uh, Maurice Adams, who's the, who's the chief executive. He welcomes us, and he says, um, Always remember the essence of Christian holiness is simplicity and purity. One design, one desire, an entire devotion to God. Um, it's got helpful little hints. It's 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 something for Lent. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave it out on the back table as a copy, um, and I'll try and leave a sheet on there. If you'd like to uh, sign up for some copies, I'll leave it outside in the the foyer there for Lent. Um, I think there's a suggested donation of £2. So um, if you put your name um, on the the sheet on the outside, have a quick look at it, um, and then I'll get some copies and distribute it for you if you're interested it it, it actually is a Lent course but it isn't actually the one that we're doing does that make sense, Like the series that we're going through because we'll be looking at John's Gospel and Psalm 23 but I just thought if I make it available to you and let you know that it's there I mean I'm going to be following this but that's personal for me okay okay let's uh, sing this hymn then David come to the communion table please Hear the words which are very familiar to us. For the tradition which I handed on to you came to me from the Lord Himself. That on the night of his arrest the Lord Jesus took bread, and after giving thanks to God, broke it and said, This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in memory of me. In the same way he took the cup, and after supper, and said, This cup is the new covenant, sealed with my blood. Whenever you drink it, do this in memory of me. For every time you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the death of the Lord until he comes. The communion table is spread for all of those who know and love the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to welcome you to this table today. If you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Saviour, then you're invited. I'd like to read out some verses from Galatians chapter 2 that Paul writes. He says for himself, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me And gave himself for me. And this is my prayer for all of us. That we might be able to say. I have been crucified with Christ. And I no longer live. But Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body. I live by faith. In the son of God. Who loved me. And gave himself for me. We understand that. It is no longer I that lives. It is by faith that we live today. Step by step, we can trust him. But we can thank him today for dying for once on the cross for all, for all generations. And we remember Christ's body that was broken for us on the cross. As we break the bread we remember that his body that was broken for us. And we take and eat this later on when I've said a prayer. But what we will do later on is when we pass the cup around, we will retain it as a sign of our fellowship together. And I invite anybody here, if they do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Saviour, you can come to him right now and say, Lord, I'm sorry for the things that I have done. I recognise you as my Lord and my Saviour. In praying a prayer like that and accepting him today and asking him to forgive you for your sins, that is the message of salvation that we believe. And that can be your hope today. Let's just pray. Lord God, we thank you that this table is open to all who can trust, say that we know you as our Lord and our Saviour. For Lord it is not us that live but it is Christ that lives in us because it is through that faith that we have in you only the one that is true to forgive all our sins we thank you Father for the sacrifice that you went through for us on the cross to bring us back to yourself so that we can enjoy a faith living with you and working with you that is the chief end of man that we might worship you both now and forever. We thank you for the body. We thank you for your blood, Lord, that was shed on the cross, that has uh, brought us to this place where we can say, Lord, we thank you for dying for us. Not only that, Lord, but you rose again. And you give us this amazing hope that we will one day be with you in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. drink together. Jesus died and was resurrected and is coming back one day again. Hallelujah. Amen. Just before we uh, sing our our final hymn uh, together I'd like to just uh, read out a prayer for God's healing and touch in a time of trouble. Let's just pray. To all beset by fears, by sickness, pain or tears, reach out and make them whole in body and in soul. To all who long for peace, bid inner turmoil cease, reach out and touch their life and put an end to strife. To all oppressed by care, regrets, dismay and despair, reach out and touch their mind and help. Put the past behind. To all who've gone astray, Give light to point the way. Reach out and touch their heart, Your love and life impart. Amen. Let us stand to sing. Um, Some of you may know this uh, hymn or chorus written by Amy Grant many years ago. It's called Thy Word. Let's stand to sing. (coughs) Go into God's world with joy and peace and love and hope in your hearts and the blessing of the almighty God, creator, redeemer and sustainer, be with you all. Amen. 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 Please be seated. Uh, Members will know this, that um, uh, very shortly we will um, have our our quarterly uh, church meeting. Uh, So if you're not a member... uh, As far as I am aware, you're more than welcome uh, to stay and to listen. Uh, The only thing is that you can't vote when it comes to that magic moment. All right? So um, I think Brian is there. Oh, Brian's gone. So there must be some uh, coffee, I think, maybe later on. No, there's
2: coffee now. There's coffee
1: coffee now, probably. Okay, brilliant. Thank you.